Huzzah! In three, two, one. Huzzah! (laughs) (laughs) Thought it was worth a shot. I'll never pass up a good opportunity to huzzah. Huzzah! Hello and welcome to this week's episode of of Man, I'm Rusty. To Unknown Seattle. Of Seattle to Unknown. I think this is our quarantini episode numero three. Yes, numero three. We're not dead yet. We're just, I, I don't know, going insane slowly or riding faster the than struggle usual. Bus. Yes, we are definitely riding and captaining the struggle bus. I've got my captain's hat on. Which is very unusual because bus drivers don't wear captain's hats. That's why Sarah's driving. You know, <laughs> the one without the license. Which is why we are struggling. Hardcore. It's like speed, but like 15 miles per hour. And I'm still screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I'm still Melinda, and I'm alive. And I'm Sarah. And so far, so good. We are not plagued. Nope, not yet. Okay. Not as far as I know. Maybe I shouldn't speak for both of us. (laughs) I've always got some sort of plague going on, just not this particular plague. This is true. This is very true. Um, Yeah. Still here. Still kicking. Still screaming. Sorry about the gap between episodes. She's not sorry. She's not. That's true. I'm not all that sorry. There's just been a lot going on, which has, uh, you know, pushed some priorities around a little bit, unfortunately. But we are back, and this is going to be a fun episode. I'm really disappointed that you don't think that I'm a priority. Uh, you did not appear to be dying within the last week. Should I have been? I have to die for you to pay attention to me, too. <laughs> That's messed up. I can only pay attention to one dying being at a time. Uh, I kind of talked about it in the past, but my cat is not doing so well. And so a lot of my focus has been on making sure she is as comfortable as possible. So last week, I had to pump the brakes when I thought, you know what? Tonight might be the night. It did not turn out to be the night. That night has not yet come, but... There was a moment where I was like, oh, oh, this is it. This is the end. Poor kitty. Yeah. She's a good girl. I'm just doing everything I can to make sure she stays comfy. Because she's not suffering. She's just very, very, very old. And decrepit. Yeah. And doesn't like moving. No, she does not like moving. She's the point where I've made her a little litter box right next to the couch. Because I learned over the weekend that if it is too far away, she will pee in front of the door and she just kind of looked at me like bitch you knew this was gonna happen (laughs) are you happy now this is what she subjected me to yeah anyway that bummer note aside i kind of had to deal with that last week she came first and i'm just second banana uh you do not cuddle me when i am sad no no pass hard pass (laughs) see i i like the social distancing thing because i don't want people that close to me on like a good day (laughs) please please don't be that close to me i don't i don't know you like that six feet away sarah six feet uh well i think we've got six feet covered i think we're good on that front we've got a whole ocean and a lot of land mass between us can you just can you just move a smidge away still though you're too close just to call my boss and be like i'm sorry i'm moving to berlin my best friend says i'm not far enough away from her (laughs) Could you imagine that phone call and they're like, uh, what? What do you- I think you have the definition of friendship wrong, Sarah. (laughs) Do you mean enemy? Well, I mean, sometimes. Like, best case frenemy, maybe? (laughs) So, 
for this episode. Melinda does not know what we are going to do yet. She has a vague overview, like a vague idea, I'm sure. But I've not given her the details because I wanted it to be more fun. Because Sarah is sadistic like that. And I am forcing Melinda to drink alcohol. Because today, we are going to play a drinking game. A travel drinking game. Shots, 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 shots. So what is your poison for today? Ginger beer. Botanically brewed. Mmm, sounds mossy. Oh, shit. God damn it. I always mess these up when you get, like, the fancy ones, and it's like, upend before pouring. Well, didn't pour it in a glass, and I didn't upend it. Oops. It's gonna be (laughs) nice and chunky at the bottom. Uh, I wouldn't say chunky, but, um, sandy, maybe? Mmm, grit. It's cool. It's fine. There's speedwell in it. I don't know what that is, but that's a herbal infusion part of it. Hmm. Whatever, I'm not mad. Yeah, what you got? I've got, I've got another Rodler, because I had two in my fridge and I used one on the last episode, and I'm using another one today. In your three pack of beer. A while ago, we had a like a soccer watching party at my apartment, and I had a six pack, and we just didn't drink nearly any of it. <laughs> so we had two left over. It was the calmest soccer viewing ever. Yeah, pretty much in Germany, definitely. Yay. <laughs> so, um, oh, before we dive into it, do you have an update? I'm alive. Somewhat sane. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I think I've gotten dumber from the lack of oxygen at work because I'm constantly in a mask all day. Well, that I sounds think, like I fun. think, like, the, like, the, like, thought process, you know, everything just, it, it declines throughout the day, but I'm still alive. I'm here. I'm still kicking. Anyways, do you have an actual update besides your uh, snotty plague? Uh, no. Uh, I have, I think I mentioned before that I bought uh, planters that fit over the railing in my balcony, and I finally planted them yesterday, and I'm very excited. It's so pretty. So many flowers. I like that you looked to the side as if you were looking at my window boxes. Oh, no, the cat went upstairs, and I think she's yowling again. And it's like, stupid, you know where I'm at. You know somebody's home with you. Well, your eyeline perfectly lined up as if you were looking at my flower boxes. I can't see them. (laughs) Still can't see them. But yeah, uh, my mission to slowly turn my apartment into a giant jungle is coming together. Oh, boy. Uh, We'll send help in two to three weeks. I'll need it before then. I will be buried under plants. Oh, I meant help for the plants, because clearly they're going to take over everything and, like, strangle you. <laughs> so somebody has to go in to take care of the plants. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. I got you. So, this week. No. Nope. We're... Huh? <laughs> I'm preemptively noping you. We are going to play a round of travel, Never Have I Ever. Oh, God. Because when we were doing our episode of like buzzfeed travel quizzes our slumber party episode our slumber party episode uh one of the things that was suggested to me in like what some chum box or other was travel never have i ever and i clicked on it and it was fun so we are going to play never have i ever okay so i'm supposed to take a drink if i've done it right Exactly. Okay. So basically, I will. I have a list here in front of me of statements that start with "Never have I ever," blah 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 blah. And if we have, we have to take a sip. If we haven't, we're good. 
<laughs> if we haven't, it becomes a very boring episode. Uh, well, I have the list and I can say a lot of these we have done. So pace yourself. God, is getting, like, is getting adopted by, like, a foreign family one of them? No. Too specific? Too specific. To us? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, since we gotta prime ourselves a little bit, the first statement is, never have I ever left my home country. Well, that would be a really travel, really bad travel podcast if we haven't. So, we both drink. Mmm, <laughs> botanically. That face did not say, mm, that face said, ugh. It's a, it's a little burny on the ginger side. Okay, because we're still priming ourselves a little bit. Never have I ever been on an international flight. <laughs> we both drink. <laughs> Maybe we should say I have, because visually the audience can't see us drinking. Define international flight. <laughs> uh, between the U.S. Oh, and another is, country. Is California another country? Almost. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like how Eastern Washington is almost a separate state. Basically. Next one. Never have I fallen asleep at an airport. <laughs> totally have. Drink. Remember that one time I lived in an airport for like 19 hours? Remember that one time I did too? What's up, Beijing? I see you. What's up, Paris and Beijing? Overachiever. <laughs> Actually, fun story. I think I've actually told this before, but I got stuck at Charles de Gaulle Airport for 24 hours, and we played Uno with the guy from the terminal. Not Tom Hanks, the guy he's based on. You know you know what would be really perfect, though? If it was Tom Hanks and the guy from the terminal <laughs> playing Uno with you? Tom Hanks was just there to do, like, a, a character study. Oh, no, he's just checking him up on him. Like, hey, what's up? How you hey, doing? Hey, buddy. Everything going well? How's the remodel? New sync? Very nice. Well, the funny thing is, is I didn't know who this guy was until the movie The Terminal came out. And I was watching interviews with Tom Hanks. He's like, yeah, I'm based on a real guy who was stuck at the Charles de Gaulle airport. And I was like, oh, I know that guy. He sucks at Uno. Wow. That's rude. <laughs> okay. Next Three one. stars. Bad at Uno. Okay, kind of conversationalist. Strange. Was not invited to join us, but joined anyway. Well, I like him already. <laughs> okay, next one. Never have I ever traveled with a parent as an adult. I have. Uh, I mean, I, I guess. Not internationally, but... Just any travel. I mean, my travel with my parents was to Hawaii. Yeah, I think the last, like, airline travel with my mom might have been to Missouri. That counts. For a funeral. That's less fun. Yeah. Okay, next one. Never have I ever traveled solo. I have. Like, sorta, just not like big. Uh -huh, I'm counting it. It's not big, but... You came to visit me in California solo. I've road trip solo. I wandered around Germany solo. Somebody stopped and asked me for directions, and I'm like, I'm just <laughs> as lost as you are. <laughs> but thanks for lo looking at me and be like, this lady knows where she's at. Ooh, I almost I misread this next one. <laughs> Okay, let me say this very carefully. Never have I ever stayed in a mixed sex dorm. My brain really wanted to read that as never have I ever had sex in a dorm. Have you stayed in a mixed sex dorm? Mm-hmm. She's swigging, so I hope that's a yes. Me too. Yes, I have. Not a big one. It was just a four-person room. I've stayed in a six-person room where everyone else there was in a couple. 
and I stayed in one in New Zealand where it was three very tall Belgian boys and me. But they were like 16, 17. It was very weird. Oh, yeah. Nope. Okay. Next one. I'm ready. Never have I ever traveled on a chartered or private plane. Well, Pinky's out on this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just going to say, what? <laughs> you know, I just like to get a plane for the weekend sometimes. Just a quick jaunt up to Vancouver. I don't know. That seems like a quick jaunt location. I haven't. I mean, I've been on like fairly empty flights. I don't think that counts. <laughs> but like, it's not the same. I, that's as close an experience I'm going to get is like a little puddle tramp from Seattle to Vancouver, Canada. You know, it's not a full flight. Okay. <laughs> so that's about it. Next one. Never have I ever been in a desert. I mean, do we count Los Angeles? Okay, wait. Vegas is a desert, right? Yes. Okay, then I get a sip. Yeah, me too. I hadn't thought of Vegas. I'm like, where have I been where it's hot? California, Vegas, China. China was hot. Yeah, China was really hot. But I know that one's not a desert. No, not so much. Okay, never have I ever stayed in a five-star hotel. I have. I have. I would have no clue. I'd have to look that up. <laughs> I, I'm just going to set this down because I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that fancy. Um, oh, this next one. I mm, Never have I ever been to Thailand. I have not. Have not, but it's on my list. I would like to and, like, go hang out in a nest. <laughs> I'm kidding. I feel like you're not entirely kidding. No, I'd much rather do, like, the swing than the nest. The nest is so weird to me. Yeah, for those of you who haven't listened to our episode about Instagram reality versus expectation, there is a company or multiple companies in Thailand that set up these, like, picture opportunities where there's like a floral swing over a lush valley or a nest or like various weird places where you could pose yourself to take photos but it's pretty spendy and you have to wait in a long line i would like to go to heaven's gate and i want us to perfect like our early 2000s uh pop group photo (laughs) back i think you should i think you should do prayer hand sarah Ooh, um, yeah, no. And then I'll do, like, the squat and the pointing thing. <laughs> yeah. That's not a girl group. That's a boy band. <laughs> it's, it, it's visually more interesting. I don't know. Only if you wear, like, wraparound shades and oversized cargo pants. Ooh, what's going to be our color scheme, though? We have to be monochromatic. Denim. Oh, no, no, no. You can't out-denim <laughs> Brittany and Justin. But we could try. Or Jay Leno. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> No, please never compare us to Jay Leno. That man has stock in the double denim. There's a podcaster I follow called Jesse Thorne, and he was talking about how he once interviewed Jay Leno, and he said, you know, you don't get the double denim thing until you see the man in person. His eyes are such a piercing blue that the denim, like, really brings it out. He's like, you cannot fault him. If you see him in person, you will realize... It makes him beautiful. <laughs> he found what works and he ran with it. Huh. Well, now we're just going to have to find him in person. To Burbank. To the Burbank. To the Auto Museum. Now, oh, man. Now I'm, now I'm very intrigued. 
Yeah, it was one of those things. There's method to the double denim? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it has utilitarian purpose as well. But apparently, like, you see it in person, you're like, oh, wow, piercing. Is it going to be as, like, piercing as, like, Elijah Wood's eyes in Lord of the Rings? It's got to be right up there. Like, Elijah Wood, next step, Jay Leno, and then that chick. Oh, God, what's her name? I can't think of her name. The actress with the two different colored eyes. She was in a movie about surfing. I've got nothing. I think that you're one. insane. Wait, I'm Googling. Oh, good Because Lord. I'm going to be really annoyed when I can't remember her name. Actress with two different colored eyes. Kate Bosworth. Which is very confusing because if you Google, the first two images are definitely Mila Kunis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mila Kunis, Mila Kunis, and the rest are Kate Bosworth. Anyways, what's the next one? Uh, the next one is... Never have I ever been sick on vacation. Nope. I have. Go yeah. figure. Granted, it was motion sickness, not sick sickness, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Your perpetual motion sickness for multiple days in a row. Yeah, that's no fun. I'll take your word for it. You can have that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, mm. I think I know your answer for this one. Never have I ever been on a cruise. I have. No sippy sips for me. Fuck that noise. (laughs) Never have I ever had to buy an extra suitcase for all of my shopping. No, but we considered it once. Yes, this is true. We made it work, though. Because we wanted to smuggle back a whole lot of Lush goodies. (laughs) And then we did not. And then we just, we didn't. Yeah. Why what? Oh, it was because when we were there, so Lush Oxford Street is their flagship store and at the time it was the only store selling their a thousand gram bottles of various tubbed products like mega black pots and like super big bottles of things yeah like much much bigger than normal but then we realized how expensive that would have been (laughs) it would have been amazing just saying this is true but it's probably for the best that we didn't yeah the baggage fees on top of the price of the oversized bottles. Oh, well. Well, and then you have to hope that everything comes back intact. Yeah, and we didn't want to go out and get tape to seal all of these things shut. We lazy. We super lazy. Foiled again by lack of effort. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, effort. Okay. Never have I ever missed a flight. I have not. I've almost, but that was not my fault. I have. Shame. Shame on you. It was also not my fault. That would be the fault of one Miss Holly Ann. Oh. But the trade-off was we got to play Uno with the guy from the the terminal. (laughs) (laughs) It's the circle of life, Simba. It's funny, because that trip was when I was 16 or 17, and Holly Ann would have been 27 at the time I'd say give or take and we were both so cheap we got into the airport they said you missed your flight and we're both like guess we live in the airport until the next flight tomorrow never crossed our minds to just leave and go to a hotel you can't do that not at that airport once you're there you're there (laughs) it's the worst airport i did not like it there it was not fun and also their vending machines were severely understocked with good stuff boo how dare they Never have I ever been on a single flight of longer 
than eight hours i have wait what a single flight that lasted for more than eight hours yeah i've totally been on a flight (laughs) (laughs) somebody is getting tipsy of your ginger beer (laughs) the uh the equipment department is lacking in quality um okay never have i ever been on a single flight longer than 10 hours they know me so well i have where was your 10 hour flight uh everywhere (laughs) good lord all my flights are more than 10 hours it feels that way i mean i had a single flight from vancouver to seoul pretty sure that was more than 10 hours coming home is always more than 10 hours too okay next one you know you don't have to take another drink right thirsty it's good (laughs) uh and never have i ever been on a single flight of longer than 14 hours i have i want to say my longest one was 13 or 15 i don't know i can't remember take half a drink just to be safe i I like to block out those long miserable blocks of sitting (laughs) Uh, my longest flight was lax to auckland yeah that was no fun because they don't count their flights in hours they count it in days days (laughs) and that broke my little black heart when i read that they were thinking about doing direct flights from new york to auckland all i could think was you would have to be insane to do that like i know that direct flights are usually the best option but that in that case it is not oh thank you yeah no i'd rather have a layover halfway through get out and stretch my legs and then brace myself for the rest of it yeah especially since you don't stand or anything (laughs) medically speaking it's probably in your best interest to have that layover medically speaking i'm probably dead inside anyway so (laughs) inside and out now yeah pretty much (laughs) i know the answer to this one hey melinda never have i ever hitchhiked um I mean, my thumb wasn't out or anything. Did you get in a car with a stranger and let them drive you wherever? Yeah, it's called Uber. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> did you do that with a stranger you weren't paying? Someone who just randomly picked you off the side of the road? Chug, 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 chug. They're not strangers. They're family now. Because we've been adopted by them. Shout out to her Beijing father and do- uh, sister. And shout out to the Italian chef. Damn, you really, I'm, mm, I'm reconsidering traveling with you ever again. <laughs> I think that that's one, what this podcast has taught me. That one was not my fault. Well, I mean, it was kind of my fault, but not entirely. Oh, you're okay. It's never my fault. God, don't you know the rules to the game? The rules are Sarah's never wrong. Never have I ever had a transportation mishap with Sarah. Drink. <laughs> Five hours later, that drink concludes. Oh God, if you had to drink until... For the duration of that mistake, (laughs) (laughs) we'd have more issues on our hand because we'd need someone to pick you off the ground. Yeah, especially with a bus train fiasco. It's not your fault in that instance, but that was like, that was nuts. Yeah. That was nuts. That was no bueno. So, uh, next, never have I ever traveled without booking my accommodation up front hello bottle oh really tell me more oh road trips i never book anything up front uh that makes sense i just stay where the road takes me and it doesn't look like i'm gonna get murdered but neither one of us is the type to be like you know what i'm going to switzerland i don't know where i'm gonna stay we'll figure it out when we get there you know it's probably the cheaper way to travel to switzerland because it's expensive there i'd rather get a deal for switzerland i feel like expensive countries are where you want to hunt for your deal up front no expensive means that everybody else is inside and cozy and you're the only one in the park oh i see okay this is 
you haven't booked accommodation. This hasn't said that you're just going to sleep on a park bench. Oh, if you're planning on a park bench, is that already like booking your accommodation? You just told the squirrels, hope (laughs) that they wrote it down. Bribe them with peanuts. Okay. I would like to point out, I did not write this list. So you cannot blame me for what I'm about to say. Did you know you could like self-edit these things? You'd be like, no, (laughs) that's like way too much. No, no, I really like this oh. list as it was. Uh, never have I ever farted on an airplane. I mean, everybody probably has. Drink. I mean, <laughs> you can't help it. You're full of, like, pressurized air. Good thing you don't have to drink for the duration of that one either. The flight or the fart? The fart. Just, you know, if it feels like it's going to be a, a loud rumbler, you should probably get up. Don't gamble on a fart on an airplane. Y- you know what? Just never trust a fart most times. That's a lactose intolerance lesson. (laughs) Okay, we're getting towards the end. Never have I ever booked a last minute flight. No. Ah, depends on how we define last minute. Within a week, yes. Like, yes, you've done it or within a week is last minute? I've done a last, I've done a flight three days before traveling. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, I didn't see you drink. Oh, right. Drinking. You're bad at your own game. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I had to do that five or six years ago when my aunt passed away. Oh, then I've totally, yeah. It's not a like a, ooh, spur of the moment vacation thing, but I have done that. Yeah, just kidding. I just took a sip. We've totally done like, oh shit, we need to get here for a funeral. That was the last time I traveled with my mom <laughs> on an airplane, I think. Mm. We don't really do, like we never really did like the family vacation thing. Yeah, we didn't do a lot of it either. When I was younger, we did. But I think, like, the last tr- trip that was anywhere outside of, like, the state was when I was 13. Wait, unless you count, like, youth conferences and stuff. But that was not for the purpose of family travel. It was just my mom and I. Yeah. I mean, we just didn't really. Again, first time I went to Disneyland, it was when I was an adult. And I took myself while visiting Sarah. But, like, Disneyland as an adult is pretty friggin' fun. I feel like I appreciated it more because I could walk the whole day without going, I'm tired, feed me. Should have done it anyways, but. I think it's more magical as a child. Like you get to see Disney characters walking down the street, but as an adult, you appreciate the finer details of it and you aren't as miserable. I'll take your word. I've never gone to a child as a child, so I have nothing to compare it to. Well, I went once when I was really little and I have zero memory of it. I think that was Disney World. And I went when I was 13 to Disney World. And I remember being a huge pain in everyone's ass because I was sick. And I desperately (laughs) wanted an embroidered Disney bucket hat. And I could not find it in the gift shops. It was sold out. And I made everyone's life hell trying to find one. Every store we passed, I had to go in. And if you don't know, there's a shit ton of stores at Disney World. Oh my gosh. You are my sister. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But I was also 13. Which is more fair especially at 13 in the 90s early 2000s 2001 early 2000s yeah so i i get the quest for like the cool bucket hat (laughs) oh god i think it's still in my parents closet somewhere i think they uh took it away from me at some point because the hat needed to retire so join us next week for our uh live fashion show of terrible hat choices we've made we're just gonna live stream bad hats god that'd be funny I'm Googling to see if there's a photo online. Everything exists on the internet somewhere. Found it. (laughs) 
it is in the very first row of results. That is impressive. Oh god, it's it's so bad. <laughs> uh, I'm sending Melinda a picture, and then I will describe it for you, lovely listeners. Oh gosh, be afraid. Be very afraid. What I wanted was it in black and white, but I got it in beige and white. I never wore it with the brim folded up like it is in this picture. But essentially, it's like very 90s embroidery where like Mickey's head is swirls and his ears swirls. And there's like daisies and hearts. And peace and, signs. And a peace sign. Yeah. And it's on um, a mannequin head that's definitely seen better hair days. Yes, it has. And the worst part was is that I saw it on the first day and wanted it. Could not find it anywhere. Complained about it the whole trip. And then we found it at the airport on the way out of town. Oh, if I'd <laughs> known it was in stock here, I would have just gotten it here. <laughs> Did you get it embroidered though? No, you couldn't embroider your name on it. Because it has a pattern all the way around. Oh, okay. I, I would think that you'd get it on like the front flip and you'd have it all flipped up like Blossom. Blossom? No, no. Uh, yeah, Blossom had the flower hats. Okay. With the brim folded up. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't see anybody wearing it with the brim down, so I don't know why all of the results show the brim up. Or everyone I saw had it down. I don't know why all the photos have it up. But because uh, up is way cooler looking. Oh yeah, totally. There you go. That's that was my bad souvenir. I love that your bad souvenirs are always hats. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Hats that don't fit well. Don't have a large head. Which is why I needed a bucket hat. <laughs> or just a bucket. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one. Never have I ever flown first class. I drink. Yeah. Nope. Not cool enough or fancy enough for that upgrade. I. It was not up to me. It was booked for me. Oh, poor baby. Did you have the fancy sheet? They were okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's do this one. Have I ever paid for my own first class seat? No, I am cheap. We have established this. I mean, it would be ideal to get that free upgrade. Yeah. Uh, next one. Never have I ever had something stolen while traveling. Nope. Nope. I've had people attempt it, but I'm just too stealthy for that. No, she had dumb luck. Uh, she felt someone's hand in her purse and hit it. No, it's my wallet. Bad pickpocket. Um, never have I ever had my luggage get lost. Nope. Nope. I don't check anything. I check Sarah's stuff, <laughs> but not Fair my enough. own. Never have I ever been on a safari. Not unless you count the one at Animal Kingdom. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, it's one of the parks at Disney World. Oh. I love how everything just reverts back to Disney, apparently. <laughs> Disney is my life. I eat, sleep, and breathe Disney. So now you're completely devastated that the parks are probably closed for the rest of the year? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Nope. No safari for me. Okay. And lastly, oh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? No, I think we're at the end of the list. Do you have any never have I evers? Uh, besides the one I made up in the middle of the game. What was that? About travel shenanigans with you or fiascos, transportation fiascos. <laughs> um, never have I ever gotten lost and wound up in the wrong place. That's a lie. I was going to say to find loss, sometimes it's just an extra adventure. I, I once got on a bus in Germany and wound up in Belgium by mistake. With or without your passport? Without. I was 15. I didn't really get that I had to carry it with me. Oh, you were one of those. Yeah. Um. Oh, I've got one. Never have I ever gotten sick eating foreign food. I haven't either. It's called lactose intolerance. 
Oh, that doesn't have to be foreign for that cheese to hit. <laughs> Never have I ever lost my room key. Misplaced it for a few minutes? Yes. Lost it? No. Okay. I was wondering. <laughs> I like that you're just drinking your drink now. <laughs> I'm thinking. Motivation juice. It's almost gone anyways. Mm, you're getting down to the sand. Actually, it's not. It's not bad. It's good. We're cool. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Never have I ever been kicked off a flight. Thank God. I have not been kicked off a flight. Good Lord, if I travel with you and you get your ass kicked off a flight, podcast over. <laughs> or after we do an episode about you getting kicked off the flight, then it's ratings over. go through the roof. <laughs> oh God, I would love to see you being pulled off a plane, kicking and screaming, shouting, do you know who I am? I have a podcast. I have 10 followers on my podcast. <laughs> Can't do this to me. I'm like internet royalty. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> You're a regular Kardashian. Yeah, getting famous for something stupid, right? Yeah, that checks out. You are a regular Kardashian. Now go do something stupid to get famous. I was going to say, I'm not famous, though. I do think, though, that we need to get you on uh, 90 Day Fiance. The quarantine edition, I think that could be like some real TV gold. To get me a U.S. visa? No, it's it's going to be the other way. I they have, have a German where it's like visa. the opposite way. Yeah, Germans don't give out their citizenship that way. <laughs> Whatever. Plus, I already have a visa that's good through 2023. They don't need to know that. It <laughs> makes for real boring television when there's no stakes involved whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need this marriage. I can be here legally for three more years. Yeah, and technically, after next year, I can just stay here forever. You say that, but they might find, we're like, ooh, we don't, we changed our mind. Unless I get myself kicked off a plane in the next 12 months. We're just, we're just <laughs> going to take this back, okay? Okay, bye. It was so nice having you here. Okay, bye-bye. So nice. It's going to be really hard to kick me out with so few flights leaving Europe. Yeah. I'm going to end up somewhere in, like, Eastern Europe and be like, okay, you can't, obviously you're not going home but you cannot stay here please go to poland wow that's mean what did poland do to them well i mean it's the next country over it's the fastest to get to still they don't want you i mean fair enough good on you poland keep your standards high (laughs) no sarah's allowed we're at capacity fair enough it's what you get for having a common name Speaking of names, so there was someone on Twitter the other day talking about how uh, Cockney rhyming slang is the reason why so many names have weird nicknames, like how Robert becomes Bob, because Robert got shortened to Rob, and then with rhyming slang, it became Bob, or like William became Will, rhyming slang became Bill. Yeah, that one never made sense to me. I'm like, those are two different names. Or Margaret becomes Meg, which becomes Peg, that kind of thing. Am I blowing your mind right now? Yes! (laughs) Yes! <laughs> but I've never heard the Margaret being Meg to Peg. Well, if you've if you've heard anything about um, Hamilton, there's a character in it named Peggy. Her real name was Margarita. And so Margaret became Meg, became Peg, became Peggy. Okay, now explain to me how Mary becomes Molly. That I do not know. But so we were talking in the comments and I said, the only thing worse than weird nicknames that don't make sense is the weird nicknames for Sarah because technically the diminutive of Sarah is Sadie or Sally. What? Uh-huh. So um, there were a bunch of Sarahs talking about it and one of them says, oh, it's the worst. When I was growing up, my grandmother used to call me Sa, you know, or no, she said Sarah, S-A-R-E. My grandma called me Sarah, rhymes with yeah. 
And I spent a good five minutes reading it, trying to figure out how yeah and ser rhymes. And someone goes, I think you just broke my brain. I cannot figure out which one of these words you're pronouncing wrong. And she said, huh, must be an accent thing because in my book, ser rhymes with hair, which rhymes with yeah. What? I was like, what are you saying? What? What? (laughs) My brain. Wait, I want to pull it up and see if it says in her description where she's from. Um, I don't understand. She's from New South Wales, Australia. Say yeah with an Australian accent. I don't know what that would be. I don't either. I want her to record it so I can hear what she thinks it sounds like. Then tell her that. She looks a lot like my friend Danny. But anyway. Be like, hey, look, I'm American and we butcher all words when we say it out loud. So can you just like record yourself saying this so I hear how it rhymes? Oh, oh, wow. Apparently this thread blew up while we were recording because someone replied, I've never heard of a Sarah being called Sarah Bear. That's kind of cute. In high school, the one insult endearment name I got was Sawa the pig. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's mean. My cat's name is Jerry, and we call him Jerbear. And I'm Sarebear, and Carrie was Carebear. Yeah, but that makes sense that you'd be Sarebear after her being Carebear. Right, but lots of Sarahs are shortened to Sarah. I just call you Sarah. I know you do. Um, But I was Sarah through elementary school, and then I got to junior high. I was like, that's dumb. Sarah's already a short name. Say the whole thing. And I was certainly never going to be Sally. Ooh, changing your name. <laughs> Out of the two options, could we not go with Sadie? That's at least a nice sounding name. It's a little bit like Southern debutante, but better than Sally. No, no, we're going with Sally. Anyways, that should probably conclude this week's quarantine episode from Sally and I. Uh, See, look, it just rolls off the tongue. No, it's Mel Mel. Melly and Sally. Nope, it's Melly. God, no. (laughs) I have to quit now. Um, it's been real fun. Hopefully your quarantine isn't too miserable. If it is, open a bottle of beer, start this episode from the beginning, and play the drinking game with us. And if you still have some beer left, start it back at the beginning. (laughs) Just loop until you're done. Lather, rinse, repeat. Yes. But yeah. Uh, join us more- Mmm. Join us next week for more potentially travel-related content. I know it's a little bit tricky right now, but- We're still here. We're still doing, trying at least. And that's all you can ask from us right now. Or anybody. Yeah. Getting up and functioning for the day is a win. I showered today. I did not. We'll work on it. It's fine. (laughs) She'll be showered by next episode. It's cool. I'll have showered at least once before the next episode. We'll see you next week. And remember, it's an adventure. So, uh, check off the list of things you've never done before. And maybe add some new ones for us. See if we've done it. Send us your never have I ever's and maybe we'll do a next episode with more things we have ever done. Never. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating on whatever platform you are listening to us on. If you're interested in following us, look us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We're on all three platforms as at C2Unknown. That's S-E-A-T-O Unknown. Or you can jump right onto our website, www.c2unknown.com. 
I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at SAR underscore S, and Melinda is on both as at Hooligan Monster. If you have any travel stories or tips you want to share with us, please reach out to us at our email, which is c2unknown at gmail.com. Thank you, and we hope to see you back here next week. Bye!